0: all right welcome back to the e-skate exchange podcast a show where we talk about electric skateboards the e-skate industry anything pretty much electric skateboard related um this is episode eight so we've been doing this for two whole months surprisingly i'm surprised we made it all the way we didn't even miss a single week so I'm actually very <laughs> impressed with ourselves. Um, anyways, I my name is Mike Beard. I am the owner of M boards and co-owner of Board Bumpers. With us, we have Jacob, he's also the co-owner of Board Bumpers. So and yes. then Ali, he's joining us today. So he dudes. is the media guy here at M Boards. So we kind of have a you know, a fold our our main three that uh we usually do the podcast together. So this is kind of if you've been watching, you recognize us, you probably don't need our introductions. But for anyone new, how's it going? We're this back. Hit the subscribe button, we're back. Um, so we've got a bunch of different things we want to talk about today. Um, we, I've been getting a lot of questions about, I'm going to just, gonna just r- jump right into it. I'm not going to, you know, let's just jump let's right do in. It. No need for the small talk. Bring um, it on. Uh, I've been getting a lot of questions about 3D printing. I know you've had a lot of questions yep. about 3D printing um, and whether or not 3D printed parts are acceptable in builds and why you mm. may or may not want to use 3D printed parts. And right. I have a couple opinions on this. Um, have, have you guys had any experience with 3D printed parts at all? Or no
1: um well with the build that i'm currently building i have a couple 3d parts um just like uh truck spacers between the deck and the truck okay like a riser uh, yeah just to route the cables through okay that's the only 3d part um that i have on my for them building, cool Not that I ride.
0: And then you've been asking about Jacob. You've been asking about um, like a remote that's three D printed.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have a have a remote that um, is definitely three D printed, which I'm surprised for. You know, it it seems like it's such a high end remote. It's a very popular remote, but yet, it's it's three D printed, which I find is weird. Which uh, one? Uh, it it's the puck. Yeah, oh, yeah, so right. maybe I have a second hand. If somebody can correct me, but I'm I'm pretty sure it's 3D printed. I'll have to look the at shell it. of it. Yeah. But
0: you want to get a different like shape 3D printed, right? right? Right. Okay. So we're working on that. We're gonna get that printed for you. So here's my take on 3D printed parts. Um, all the 3D printer enthusiasts might start screaming at me because of what <laughs> I'm about to say, but there are certain parts that totally can be 3D printed, and there are certain parts that should never be 3D printed. So, um, like for example. I forget, I don't, I couldn't tell you what brand it was or what name. It was some builder who was making boards that were like almost all 3D printed. Like I think the deck wasn't, No way. the enclosure was, the pulleys were, the motor mounts were, like so much stuff was 3D printed and there were some major stuff breaking. Like when a a motor mount snaps in half, that's that's a problem. So here's kind of my take on 3D printed parts. Remotes, totally chill. Who cares? If if it breaks, okay, you cracked your remote, not a big deal. Pulleys for the most part are okay. I'd still wouldn't do it. I think it's great for like testing, but like for a daily driver. I know you, you yeah, rode. I, you I ran part? a couple sets over for over 500 miles. Yeah. Right. And they were fine. Totally fine. Is so, it just like
1: the, the material that you use that kind of yeah, depends? Yeah. So there's so like, like different material. Yeah. Right? they're
0: different materials. So there's all different types of material. There's like, there's stuff as cheap as like PLA, which is like a very cheap plastic. Then there's mm-hmm. stuff as nice as like carbon fiber filaments. It's not pure carbon fiber but yeah. it's got carbon fiber in it that stuff can be really nice then there's like nylon there's petg like there's all oh, kinds wow. of different stuff that you can use um that are stronger than others mm-hmm. but my general take is pulleys are usually okay if you really want to not okay enough like you shouldn't ship a board with those if you're right. like a manufacturer or anything but if you were like testing a couple of things you wanted to just you know download a, a pulley print it out and just see how it goes like that's fine but um there's a couple of things though that you should probably never be 3d printed for one is the motor mount never be that should never be (laughs) there's so much torque you're dealing with so much torque with uh these motors is that they will start like bending the mounts as they as like there's pressure between like your belts and your pulleys as they start like you know the forces start pulling against each other the the belt will start to or not the belt the mount will start to like bend Interesting. And the last thing you want is to actually snap something like that, right? So and like, that would definitely snap. And I've seen it, yeah. So I've seen it. Now, if you design it to be really, really thick and you use some really nice filament, I'm not saying it's impossible. I'm just saying eh, probably just don't do it. There's no, re- I mean, don't risk it. Like, there's plenty of options for like metal, like nice aluminum or any or even steel options out there. Um, I would just go for that. But like,
2: you use it to prototype. I use it. So, so 3D printing, I use... It's, I it's just a, a, a do not ride on do not ride kind on. of deal. Yeah, like yeah,
0: even there's a piece of artwork over there that's got all of our trucks. I've 3D printed a whole bunch of different trucks, never rode on them, but I use 3D printing a lot for test fitting. Mm-hmm. Make sure things fit together. Make sure, you know, everything like... Aligned, like i think it's going to before i start spending money prototyping with metal
1: yeah that's smart
0: because I do you can, think
2: that would have helped you with your current build if you would have had some of these parts ahead of time even if they were just 3d printed for spacing and sizing and things like that no honestly because my it? problems
1: haven't been spacing problems my problems have just been like lack of availability problems
0: ah, okay yeah that's pretty much everyone's problem <laughs> yeah. right now. Yeah.
1: but so 3d printing to me i use i 3d
0: print everything i just finished three 3D printing 96 21 700 cells. <laughs> yeah, they're deep. not real. I mean, obviously they're <laughs> not batteries, but they but they're the same you mean shape. You can't plug that in? <laughs> but it's not gonna so, but I've made them so I could glue up a whole bunch of different uh, a, a different pack. So we're we're prototyping a new board right now. So I wanted to make sure I could fit all of our batteries inside of this board without actually using cells because yeah. one cells are expensive and two I can now mess with these without yeah, having safe, dangerous yeah. like open cells anywhere. So like that was really cool. So I think the only thing I would say for sure, no, on 3D printing is to ride on 3D printed mounts. I would just, I wouldn't do it. Uh, I've seen people 3D print trucks and then put a steel axle through them, and they've worked. I, I wouldn't do that, but I've seen it. It's more of an experiment. A lot yeah. of these things, like people are like, "Let me see what happens." Okay, that's cool. If you're totally cool with it breaking, that's fine. But um, like like, but other than that, I wouldn't I wouldn't 3D print um, trucks or anything that really bears any real weight. I wouldn't yeah. do. Yeah. But um, what
2: could be like a unique item that maybe you could, like hardware
0: uh, spacers?
2: Could you do uh, you, spacers? Would work.
0: I hardware. I would say probably not. Bushings? Hardware bushings. Maybe they do. They do make three D. They do make um like kind flexible. Of though, huh? Yeah, they might not go. They might not work out too well. But they do make like these flex like filaments that are like more rubber than they are plastic. What about a whole deck? So I've seen people three D print decks, and then they run like carbon fiber like tubes. Through the center of them, okay. like give it some rigidity, yeah. Make sure they don't snap. But yeah. I've seen people do it. Huh. But again, like a company would never ship that or anything. But we like just not. for just yeah. for like hobby <laughs> projects or just for like experiments at school. Like if you're a really big fan of 3D printing, to say that you built this whole thing out of almost all 3D printed parts, that's pretty cool. Um, to you know to to have no parts in your house so all of a sudden having a full board maybe
2: worth? is my 3d printed remote's okay it's oh i would say deal. so no
0: yeah because worst case scenario you crack it yeah. okay print another one make another one right it's not your motor mount falling off causing you to crash right. like that's the yeah. biggest thing
2: i guess it's just one of those like is is it now acceptable for manufacturers and bigger companies to be using the 3d printing it, it, whether so it's injection molding or cnc seem to be the two popular here's but now what i'll say is now it's kind
0: of new we're kind of getting into like the production board seen here. We've been DIY for years, but I feel like, you know what? We wanna bring a board to market. Interstellar was our first attempt at that. We've learned a lot. Now we're on to our second one. I had a single 3D printed part in our Interstellar board and all it was is we filled in this little gap in our enclosures with it. Mm. So that it really was just an aesthetic thing. It was there to just make sure there wasn't like a gap in our enclosure. Um, I know even LaCroix, very, very nice expensive boards. They use a, three, a couple of 3D printed parts mm-hmm. inside they use these like of uh, this receiver cover for right. the VX one remote. Oh, I noticed nice. they 3D, which oh actually one thing I have a gripe with LaCroix. great company. You know I'm not going to say anything bad. Their bumpers on the back of their mount yeah. mounts those yeah. are 3D printed. Yeah. And no right. I'm just like yeah. <laughs> I, to me you got like for me if it's production you got to get an OEM quality thing. Yeah. And like 3D printer 3D printing is not OEM quality. It's it's just something different about it's it. It's Like a solution even if it's right even if it's just as Durable, let's just pretend it's all the same. There's just, when you look at it, it's 3D printed. Now, maybe people who have no idea what 3D printing is, maybe they don't get it. Maybe they don't even notice it. Maybe they go, oh, it's got ridges on it. That's a cool design. But to me, I look at it and go, oh, that's a little cheap. Right. It just makes, it looks cheap.
2: And oddly enough, you can also get a set of $130 Steel motor bumpers from LaCroix. Wow, so but they, they really don't have like plastic. Kind <laughs> of. So they don't have like, a a the top really top the cheap three D yeah. printed right. one, or and, the and really I think even their book. description is is way over engineered. So they <laughs> they realize you know it's a bit over yeah. the top, but
0: so like to me, a happy
2: medium would have been a nice like glass
0: filled nylon yeah. or some kind of other plastic that is plastic injection molded. That would have been to me a lot nicer than three D printed. But you know what? But if they are they aftermarket or do they come pre-installed on a board when you buy it new i, you I know? got my
2: board secondhand okay so I, I couldn't i couldn't tell so
0: <laughs> maybe maybe I, i'm throwing shade out of lacroix for no reason maybe this these were aftermarket Could printed be. so <laughs> i don't know but for example if that if that is what they're shipping i think they should just spend a couple thousand bucks because for for these board companies a couple yeah. thousand dollar mold is not a big deal even for us now we can afford a couple thousand dollars worth of molds it's not a big deal go get it done yeah but the only thing that you do save yourself with for 3D printing is that you can change your design often. Now, when you get a mold done, if you uh, think yeah. you're gonna change your change your de- mind or change the design anytime soon, a mold just gets really expensive because you're never gonna use enough units to make, make up for the cost of the, the new mold. mold,
1: yeah. Okay, so, so I have a question sure. um, regarding 3D printing. Mm-hmm. Uh, can Is there any way to make it look high quality? Because like, you know, we look at 3D printing and it's like, yeah, you know, that's a good idea, but the, mm-hmm. the material's like, eh.
0: So there's people who make, th- who 3d print a lot and they do a lot of post-processing there's there's people who there's ways that you can hit them with heat guns they try to smooth out that Mm -hmm. um the the lines there's people who you know you can prime and paint stuff that and that fills those gaps in a little bit more people sand stuff to make it nicer but now you're dealing with a lot of labor so now it's like is it worth is it worth is it worth the effort when you could just go and get something actually professionally made yeah um you one know parts kind of one off parts, kinda, one-off parts know, yeah like i think i think any like anything custom sure go for it um as far as like oem like board manufacturers i would say the only thing that i would be comfortable with getting 3d printed is anything internal that you don't see mm-hmm. like maybe you have like a cable harness or something that's right, inside yeah. who cares what's the difference a, a receiver you know or, or, an e, or an esc case okay yeah. what do, i mean it doesn't really matter it doesn't have anything to do with with like structural or even aesthetics. It's just internal keeping things organized. I'm cool with that. Um, But anything else, if you can see it, I don't don't think it belongs on a board if you're OEM company. Now, if you're a regular guy, DIY, you want to print out a really crazy colored thing, go for it. Like if you want your remote to be lime green or gold and that only way of doing that is to 3D print it yourself, I say go for it because I think that's really cool. Yeah. Um, There's a time and place for 3D printing and I think 3D printing has really pushed this industry forward just because we've been able to rapid prototype ourselves. Now, if we didn't have 3D printing and we were trying to like push (laughs) this industry forward, we'd still be relying on getting metal or plastic, whatever, CNC'd through CNC shops. It would just cost a fortune. It would just take so much longer. Like we just got a new motor mount, CNC'd after... Here's a great example of why 3d printing is awesome we went through five or six iterations of of motor mounts for our new boards before we landed on one that works and even now i'm realizing i got the cnc versions back so like it cost me like i don't know six dollars or something to 3d print six different versions of these yeah and then it cost me 300 to get four motor mounts made out of metal (laughs) Jeez. just because i'm only getting four of them like it's pretty much a one-off so it costs a lot of money And now even now i'm still realizing my spacing was slightly off Uh, so now you have to read now i got to redo it again for Mm. aluminum now i could have done that seven times instead i'm only going to do it twice which is nice so it helped a lot true um because there's also things with 3d printing like when you 3d print stuff there's like a shrink factor to it so everything shrinks like Mm -hmm. one or two percent or maybe even more so your spacing might be perfect with 3d print stuff but then as soon as you make it out of metal it might be like one to two percent bigger Maybe a little bit bigger. Uh, so now, like, like so, right now we've got you know our fixed mount trucks. We've got double kingpin ones in the works right now. Yeah. And the the mounting holes to actually mount it to the the trucks, like the diameter of like the holes, they're just slightly too big or too small. I have to double check. Uh, so like the screw holes, they line up, but not
1: enough. I have to like really the screw to f- really fit properly. Yeah,
0: it does. It fits like ninety nine percent there, but you have to like it's just not perfect. And I want them to be perfect, so we're gonna make a couple adjustments and make them perfect. But, um. But yeah, 3D printing though got me ninety nine percent there. If it wasn't for that, yeah, I'd that been, would have been so expensive. I'd have been two thousand yeah. dollars into this project already and still have the wrong thing.
1: And yeah, then how like how long did it even take? Yeah, to and it took t- and it
0: took it took us two weeks to get our um aluminum ones made. Oh yeah. So uh, if you had to do seven iterations oh, and wait It'd two weeks like every time. It would take months and months. And where, whereas I got through six iterations of my motor mounts in a week because it would it took me, you know, ten hours or whatever to print each one yeah. overnight. Did it, you know, between work every day and then I was done and it was awesome. But, um, so I've seen like enclosures 3D printed, which for personal use, fine. Yeah. Okay. For
1: personal use, I, I I would see why 3D printing would be, you know, yeah. very uh, helpful. Uh, yeah. But I agree in any type of production board, yeah. unless it's on the inside. Yeah. I don't know if I want to be why, rocking that you on the one outside. one
2: piece every 10 hours?
0: Well, so my, th- so <laughs> my, it my, it's a long time. it does, 3D printing takes a long time. So like. Uh, for example, the ninety six hundred, or I'm sorry, the twenty one seven hundred cells, the ninety six of them, that yeah. took me probably, it took twelve hours for each set of twenty four, and I would, what is that? That's three sets, so that's that, so that's about four days, yeah, if my math is correct, three wow. or four days to do all those. It you takes know, a saw, long time.
2: I saw a set of three D printed wheels online. Wheels. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I will have to check that out. Like they were like the honeycomb, okay, you know, kind of yeah. airless, but it was a. Plastic, your. I wonder how it dampens. Something. I don't know. Imagine they just fall apart.
1: (laughs) If it actually stayed up and like didn't crack or break, I would think it it would dampen your ride pretty well. Pretty sure. With it being like a honeycomb. If it it stood (laughs) up. That's another part I would say don't do. (laughs) Don't do wheels Don't do that.
0: I mean, again, if you are experimenting and you're okay with like falling off or or crashing over it, that's fine. Like if you're just experimenting and you're a 3D printer enthusiast, I'd say go for everything. But. Like, that's scary. I wouldn't yeah. ride those, probably. <laughs> I would I would try them, but I would never, like, ride them. No. Now, so, okay, so if you're a viewer and you 3D print stuff a lot, comment down below what you 3D printed on your board, how it's worked out, have you had to replace it, have you had to, uh, how many times have you had to replace it, is it still going strong, what material is it, how long did it take to print, just stuff like that. I'd love to know, like, what you guys are rocking that's 3D printed. Again, no shaded 3D printed parts. I'm a big <laughs> fan of 3D printers. I'm I'm, I'm actually considering... Buying a bunch of three D printers and doing three D printing services for M boards. Oh yes, for anyone who does need three D printed parts for prototyping or for remote cases or yeah. whatever they want, because there's not really an easy way of going and get three D printed parts made if you don't have one yourself. Like yes. you can go on Etsy and stuff, but it gets exp like it gets kind of expensive. So I'd like to try to bring the price down. I'd like to have like a little three D printing farm here. I think that'd be really fun, but uh, we'll see if people are interested. I'll we'll do it, but. Yeah. You know, I'm not going to buy a bunch of printers for them to sit not in use (laughs) all the time. So, and I also don't want to necessarily stock any parts that are 3D printed. Mm. I want to just offer them as one-offs for anyone who can supply their own files. Okay. But we'll see. Uh, I'm open to it. But like for M boards, we're at the point where everything needs to be OEM or we're not going to, we're probably, you know, we're not going to sell it. If it doesn't look like it belongs on a a real board, then we're not going to sell it um, as far as like stock goes. But But i would be happy to like start 3d printing stuff for people i think that'd be a lot of fun pretty cool that'd be really fun yeah so anyways so that's kind of an an interesting idea so i guess in short anyone who's wondering about 3d printed parts at your own risk (laughs) if you're a company if it's not on the inside you need to step it up a little bit yeah good for prototyping Um, great for prototyping um again i'm sure someone out there is rocking like 3d printed carbon fiber motor mounts who who might not agree with me, but that's, you know, that's my opinion. And well, might be
2: more out there than we know. It just, yeah.
0: I mean, I, I don't see it very often, but when I see it, people do it. So like it happens once in a while, but anyways, that's just my, my opinion. Um, take it for what it's worth, but still a big fan of three printers, So I'm not knocking them. <laughs> All right. So our next topic is four wheel drive. There's a couple boards boards am popping up for that four wheel drive. I want to know uh, what your guys' opinions are on <laughs> yeah. four wheel drive. Whether or not it's, net na- like, is it worth it? Is it gimmicky? What do you guys think? It's overrated. Starting, okay. off. starting off, I'm starting right off. Out of the gate. Starting off, just overrated. Okay, uh, overrated. Uh,
1: I think it's unnecessary. From the extra weight you're adding to the extra draw from your battery, uh, from the extra ESC that you're adding, and then like, are you going to cool that ESC with another heatsink in the front? I would and actually uh,
0: argue that four wheel drive would. Decrease um, the like, actually increase the performance of both ESCs because you're taking a it's lot of that load. W- load off of the ESCs, and it actually ends up being more efficient all the way around. My, but but what you're doing is you're taking up space in your enclosure that mm. could be used for more batteries.
1: Right, that's the way I see it. So the more only spa- less space for the batteries. Right,
0: right. That's and that's a great point for sure. Um, I, I I would agree with you. I think it's a little overrated. Now there's a couple use cases. One, I think if you're like drag racing, like if if you are building a board and your main goal is to accelerate as fast as humanly possible and just win races, I would say four wheel drive is the way to go. Mm -hmm. Now, if you're not doing that, or if you're not going off road to the point where traction is critical, it's completely not necessary to me.
1: Now, um, do you you obtain more torque when uh, you have four wheel drive?
0: Yeah, no, for sure. Yeah, because you're gonna have twice as many motors. More um, torque, huh? You'd have more torque, which is why like, your acceleration would be really good. Mm. Um, you'd be up more pulling power and everything like that. True, because like let's let's for example, we have a 12s 8p p42a molly battery, right? So what is that? 45 amps. Let's call it 35 times eight. You can pull 280 amps out of there. Most speed controllers are not going to be able to handle that. Mm. So what you're doing is you're bottlenecking yourself with having one speed controller yeah. if you were to increase that to two you can now push your motors even farther because your speed controller is
1: no longer a interesting a, uh, yeah you're, you're like dividing that so you'll be able
0: to pull more out of your battery um so yeah you would be getting more torque but again how much money does that add to your board because now you're doing <sighs> yeah. double the speed controller so now you're having a secondary like 300 dollars speed controller two more motors one to 200 motors like so now you're adding like six to seven hundred bucks to your your build now for oh plus like more and a whole other drivetrain so more motor mounts more pulleys more belts like you're adding a lot to your build you're
1: just a couple more parts short from building another board <laughs> right you're literally
0: yeah. you, what well, you need one more remote in a deck and now you have that's like it. an entire another board so it's like is it worth the money mm, there's a big reason i think there's a big reason where like let's say evolve hasn't done it i think if it was worth it they would have done it i think they kind of set the um they kind of like Set the bar. I feel like
2: for I a lot of things. I got a funny story about that. Actually, okay, there was a guy that worked at Evolve, uh-huh. and uh, and I rode with him at the abandoned water park uh, last year. Okay, and he showed up, and he had this. Uh, he had a carbon fiber deck. Okay, with a bamboo I battery taped to the bottom, and he had so motors front a, and rear. Was it a
0: carbon like GTR? Deck? Carbon
2: GTR. Okay, right, motors in the rear. Okay, then he had the bamboo GTR battery with the ESC connected to motors in the front. So he had a four wheel drive, Evolve carbon bamboo GTR. So it was. It so was so he needed cool, some man. Evolve inside to be able to link one remote to both ESCs. He I
0: was no, going to so say, Wait, how's best best he using
2: the remote? This was the best part. He had two remotes taped together. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> yeah, dude, he had two remotes taped together, and he had like a, a popsicle stick across the <laughs> throttle. So when he pulled Legit. one throttle. It would push the other one also should have went with 3d printing it that's was. insane it was awesome he rode it all day 15 16 miles just just ripped still had battery to go of course but so he your, so he literally did have did. two boards correct he literally had two drive trains on one deck with two ESC. it okay. was literally like two totally do we have a photo of this anyway I, I could probably find one but uh, that's amazing yeah it was it was a cool looking it was a cool looking board and he ripped it around like he 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 was riding in like the lazy river um, we couldn't keep up with him no way no he was yeah. ripping yeah, yeah no
0: I mean no doubt four-wheel drive gets you faster acceleration a little bit more efficiency so there's it, it's hard to say about efficiency because it's like everything will run cooler, which is more efficient mm-hmm. right but then like with belts and stuff you get more resistance on your front like so it's hard to say I would say it, it might be a push at the end of the day it's hard to, it depends what I, your build yeah. is depends, depends what knows. your setup is. But it def- no doubt, it's more performance. It was is cool it looking. Worth it? That's for sure. Is it worth it? And ninety nine percent of people, I would say no. That's it's not worth it. So it's then,
1: a lot of money. Wh- who um, who would be the people that it's worth it for?
0: I think people who are like heavy on like some decent like trails mm-hmm. where like again right. traction yeah. is critical. Like if you lose traction on on your back like if you don't have traction on on your back tires is that gonna is that gonna prevent you from getting through your your ride then Mm -hmm. yeah i would say it's you know that's pretty important
2: um and then guys who are just literally break. so so yeah i mean i I, i've been wanting to build this four-wheel drive you know off-road nine ten inch tires to take out in the desert okay and the reason that i think it's four-wheel drive is necessary is you know riding it on my mountain bike there are areas that are steep uphill but they're also steep downhill, right? So if you're just dragging, dragging your ass trying to get down, you know, a mountain that's full of rocks and Mm. and sand, okay, you have zero traction as it is. So I think it in that case, it kind of helps both ways. But I think the four wheel drive definitely gives you the torque to get up some of those loose, you know, chunky terrains things that if you had real wheel drive, you're just you're just spinning, you're just gonna sit there and spin.
0: That's interesting. Okay, so we pretty much narrowed that's it the down.
2: case that I see is is the so same. so like off roading. So off some major off roading yeah.
0: traction, and if you're racing of any kind, probably, and you're just that's that, that's that might be enough to edge out and win. Other than that, like, again, that's like what one percent of riders, yeah. maybe like that's not many people. I can tell you, I've gone on zero off road rides. I probably won't really go on any off-road rides, like any time soon.
1: I've definitely gone on a few off-road rides and have experienced my back just losing traction, just like any real car in like the snow or something. Right,
0: right. And in those times I think it's worth it, but I think most people aren't doing that. I think most people are cruising around town. And I think in those cases, eh, I don't know if it's worth the money. Is it nice to have, sure. Is it enough to like me want to spend another $1,000 or more on it? no, it's I, heavy. Me, no. You, you, and it's heavy, you heavy yeah. yeah and that gets really heavy for sure because you're adding God. two motors to it and a whole other drivetrain like that's i don't know that's my opinion but i mean on if, again if anyone has a four-wheel drive um board you know let me know because i'd love to know uh you know if if you like it or or do you, th- or you do you find yourself using that four-wheel
2: drive setup we could prototype one of your, one of Dude, your we, we absolutely could do that for do sure. we need to do it
0: yeah we definitely do Um, that'd be a a fun video that'd be a fun video for sure testing purposes testing purposes (laughs) okay so um we have a badass build of the week this week Um, okay so i would say this this one isn't super badass but it's clean it's really clean and i want to i want to show it off so do you guys remember a couple weeks ago we had that question where he asked the viewer asked if 58 was too old to, for e right yeah yeah, yeah, okay. yeah
1: and we said no it's definitely not and then he went on Still and built young. his
0: own board after we we told him no oh nice so he said hi uh i am the guy from the uk who asked a couple of weeks ago if 58 was too old and you all reassured me a big no so thank you for your positive feedback here's a couple of photos of my build using some of your purchases so he's used stuff from us he's used stuff from other companies he's it's kind of a a big like I don't know, there's probably like five or six different companies in here. So he's got a loaded Dervish Sama deck, a right. 10S 40T battery pack, a Foxbox Unity, two 6374s, a VX2 remote, 110 millimeter wheels, a battery percentage indicator, a enclosure off eBay, extended trucks or extended caliber trucks. And then he's got some bike lights and he's got some like threaded like bash guard bars
1: okay um wow. so anyways I will show you guys uh that's what I feel like I'm missing on my board is like bash guards for my motor or yeah for my motors
0: yeah yes me too we gotta we gotta get some of those in the work. so here I will kind of you guys can kind of skim through those wow, it's you monster huh yeah so you want to go backwards
2: backwards yep
0: so yeah, he's got a battery percentage indicator Things he's got slick. nice motor mounts I'm not sure what where those are from but they're pretty cool looking.
2: Like I've seen those before. I've seen them
0: before and I can't tell you where they're from. I don't know why. I look at parts all day long from a thousand different companies, and yeah. I, I sometimes it's hard for me to remember everything. All right, there's so um, many. There's so many now. So it's really awesome. But um anyway, it's very clean. So uh his name is Martin. Got some freshy wheels on. So it's looking good. So Martin, great job on your build. Um right. I don't, don't he don't go backwards. Go the he other. He said way. he has no idea okay. how fast it goes because it's plenty of speed for him. So it sounds like he has not hit oh. the top speed yeah. yet, which is totally understandable i think i never get my
1: top the motor mounts are really nice. cool i like the bass guards and i like how it's under under mounted not yep. like reverse mounted right yeah. yeah. under i don't know the proper term for that uh what is that? i don't know
0: if really is a proper term i always just call them under mountain or reverse that, is yeah. that inboard versus outboard then maybe <laughs> I like, guess. Like a oh, he's
1: got an X plate too. I uh, like the GoPro uh, holder holder yeah. there.
0: He's got his lights mounted to his truck, which is pretty cool. So, anyways, nice. anyway, good job. I just want to recognize his build. So, again, if you guys have a badass build that you guys want on the show, and we want, if you want us to take a look at it, um, there's info information down in the description to Ooh. send us your stuff. We want to see your pictures.
1: I like the loaded decks. So yeah. The loaded decks they're are pretty
0: cool. nice. I think they're very nice for sure. Definitely,
1: it's not drop down. You know me. <laughs> yeah, totally. But it's still nice.
0: Yeah, so I think I think he did a good job on that. Um,
1: Very nice. Anyways, there it is. His name was uh, like Mar- Martin Phillips. Martin Phillips. Thanks, Martin. So,
0: okay, so um, to to continue with our show, we have a couple viewer submitted questions. Again, if you'd like to participate in the show, uh, every week on Instagram we post uh, a little poll on our Instagram asking for your topics and questions, and that is where the, the best place to you know contribute and get your questions answered and just participate. So we have a couple of questions. Um Maddie, are you reading those questions to us?
3: Um all right. So our first question is are bigger motors faster?
0: Ah uh, okay I get your this question. Faster. I get this question on the chat. Go all big or go home, right? Time. <laughs> I get this question on the chat all the time and the answer is no. Like a 6374 is not faster necessarily than a 6355 okay it doesn't it doesn't correlate to speed and what correlates to speed would be your kv rating and like your voltage Mm. and your gearing ratio but like your motor alone won't really change your speed what it can do is the only time it'll change your speed is if you're experiencing like torque problems like your 6355 is not torquey enough to get you to top speed then maybe a 6374 or an 84 or whatever will get you to that Extra, like get you the extra torque to oh, get you okay. the extra speed. But if you don't have any problems with torque, which most people don't, like to get to a top speed on a flat ground, it doesn't require a lot. So, like uh, a sixty-three, a sixty-three fifty-five, and a sixty-three seventy-four should hit the same top speed on a flat ground, no problem. What's different though is your hill climbing ability and your acceleration can be different. But your top speed doesn't usually change with a larger motor. Now, if your motor is super small. Then again, you're going to run into torque problems, which is not going to get you to that top speed that you're looking for. But the difference between like the motors that that are relevant to our industry, a 55, a 68, a 74, 84, 100 are all the same as far as speed goes, unless you're dealing with torque problems, which again, most people are not experiencing that.
1: So, uh, what are the differences with like KV ratings then? So KV is rating, so a KV
0: rating? rating, that's the biggest. That's a big question we get a lot too. So now I'm gonna give the the dumbed down version because it's there's more to it than just this. But KV rating is pretty much the RPM of a motor per volt that it's supplied. So let's pretend that your motor is one KV. That right. would never happen. Right. You know we're dealing with in the hundreds, but one KV, you supply forty two volts it would, your motor would turn 42 times per minute. Right. So now instead it'll be 180 kV rating, right? So that's what our motors are is 180. So you do 180 times, let's say 42 volts for a 10S battery, you'd have a seventy seven thousand five hundred and sixty RPM. Then you can convert the RPMs down to, you know, through your gearing ratio and all that and get your top speed. But rule of thumb generally, when you're comparing motors of, from our industry, a lower KV gets you more torque and a higher KV rating gets you more top speed. Mm. Now that's the general rule of thumb. I know there's more to it. So anyone who like super knows their technical specs, don't (laughs) yell at me. I know. But if you're taking two motors, two 6374s, same exact motor all the way around, the only difference is a KV rating. Maybe one's 140 and one's 260. The 260 is going to have a much higher top speed and the 140 will have more pulling power that's pretty much the general rule of thumb. Okay. That's why we kind of always go for like a 180, 190 because it's such a nice in-between spot that I feel like yeah. it's all around good.
1: Yeah, whenever I go shopping for motors, uh, I always see like 190 as the average 170 or 190. Yeah, right
0: and there. really, and then people ask me, what's the difference between 180 and 190? Pretty much nothing. Probably not. I, I mean, really, it's, you difference. can't even feel it. It's so a,
2: where does wattage come in then? Why, why do we hear about that all the time? I mean, is it, oh, man. Is it like a myth? Or so
0: we go? what's so funny, <laughs> go, yeah. When when companies say that their boards have, you know, three thousand watt motors, mm-hmm. yes, but they don't ever run them at that at that rate. Right. So like, what's funny is like, you know, let's pretend, because the ESC can't take, handle it. Let's right? take Anza for example. Again, not talking shit about anybody. Yeah. But they're facts. using these are just facts. They, they'll claim that they have like a three thousand watt motors, but they're using a you know a Samsung, you know, thirty Q or a forty two. Doesn't matter what battery pack they're using really um that can output plenty of amps but then they're using like a hobbywing esc which outputs (laughs) like 22 to 30 amps so like when you convert all that down they're running their motors at like less than a thousand watts
2: whoa
0: interesting but they but all these companies do it it's not just Andre. it's every single board company will give you oh we have 1500 watt motors you have 3000 watt motors but then they're running all their electronics at like a thousand watts because their esc is a bottleneck got it that's the problem Mm. really is their motors are are very capable of this. And now what this will do is if they do have a 3,000 watt motor and running them at 1,000 watts, then their motors run very, very cool. So very efficient, very torquey, very nice. Now, if you take a 1,000 watt motor and then you're running at 1,000 watts, uh, it's getting hot.
2: So they're not necessarily saying that the motors may be running at 3,000 watts. They're just saying they have the capability and right. somehow selling that to it, us. It's, to me, it's a giant pissing contest Got between it. different companies <laughs> who say who has the
0: highest wattage, but then they never run them at, at that
2: speed. So so if we're shopping for motors, as Ali does, what, <laughs> what are we All looking the time. for? What are, what are Let's say we're, we're going top performance. We want right. speed over torque. So let's pretend. Let's so answer it. Let's see if we can get him. a. Let's go <laughs> a point 12S, 50.4 right.
0: volts times like... I don't know 75 75 amps you're at 3700 watts that's what our was what our sixty-three seventy-four could technically do got it but is it really going to no it's never going to have to do that because no esc is going to output that much power mm. which is here's mm. where yep. four-wheel drive would come into play is you can all of a sudden push more power to all those individual motors so Ooh. now there's guys who will do four single vesks instead of two dual vesks or whatever so that they can push as many amps for each motor as possible and now you're talking now you're actually probably going to pull the the full amount of amperage coming out of your battery that's where it'll actually start to matter
2: but we're not going to see that out of production we're never going to see that a production no. board
0: you'll see that out of like um you'll see that out of some some higher end boards like trampa does that i think yeah, like, they got their single best sixes that are very beefy. You'll have some like boutique builders do it, but like you're never going to see a mainstream like Anza or Evolve or, you know, Backfire or Meepo or anything like that. They're never going to do this stuff like that, um, you know, because also like the risk of like failure is higher when you're dealing with that much wattage. Like that's why everyone uses the Hobbywing ESCs because they're very reliable, but they don't output a lot of power. Mm-hmm. It just is what it is. So like everyone who claims they have all these thousands of watts, whatever, it's all nonsense it doesn't really matter and i would never base my purchase off of what the wattage is it just it's just a fake number it's not a fake number but it it seems like a fake number just because yeah. it's not really a limiting factor there as far as your performance goes uh, to me i look at the battery pack mostly that's what i look at because if they're using like legit cells and everything else is usually pretty good uh. but again I don't ever shop for boards because I have a warehouse full (laughs) of board (laughs) parts, but, but anyways, but that's, if I was going to do that, you know, the ESC matters. Um, and if you're using a Hobbywing ESC, it's going to be reliable. It's going to work for you for a long time, but you're not going to get that performance that you probably expect out of a 3000 watt type deal.
2: Got it. Um, okay. Next question. Yes.
3: Um, are you goofy or regular? (laughs) Um, and also can you ride both?
2: Mm. Um,
0: okay, so I ride... So, Ali, you're going to have to tell me. I ride with my left foot forward. Regular. That's regular. Okay. Yep. So I'm regular then. Yep. There it is. Yep. So, Ali, what do you ride?
1: Um, primarily, I ride regular, but I can indeed ride switch. And oh. I do like to ride switch. Um, on your
0: board or on your snowboard? Both. Both. Uh, okay. But
1: it comes from the, the snowboarding. Okay. And what I usually like to do is start my ride, whether it's on the snowboard or the uh, e, e- escape. Mm-hmm. I like to start my ride goofy just to practice yeah start off switch and um it makes it a lot easier for you to learn switch if you start your ride
0: that's switch. Interesting. interesting okay
1: huh. don't try to start you know on your regular stance and then transition into switch i would start off switch and then you'll get comfortable immediately um and then yeah it, it should help
2: that's, fu- that's great i used to do that in baseball oh yeah i used to, I used to warm right, up right handed. Okay, and, and you would like swing a bat right handed, and you'd hit a few balls off the tee right handed, and you'd you'd feel so awkward, yeah, so funky. Mm, you're yeah. you're like all over the place. But as soon as you turn around to your nat, for me, my natural side, left handed, it was like I had the best balance. Yeah, kind of interesting. Go away, but yeah, yeah if I had a throw with it, my left hand, I should
0: try that. No. I would look so silly. Yeah, <laughs> it's a, it's weird.
2: I, I ride goofy. You ride oh, goofy, yeah. Because you is it because you're left-handed? You think? I, I guess. I mean, it's my dominant eye, so I'm I'm used to mm, you know okay. again kind of baseball looking that direction out of out of a out of my dominant eye. Interesting.
0: So I definitely cannot ride switch. I ride regular, and that's pretty much it. I will it a Follow my ass if I try to ride the other way. Definitely.
1: I I enjoy riding switch. It's it's challenging. Definitely scary. Um, I feel like I I still can definitely get better at it. Um, but I can ride both. All You're right. going to teach me this winter, right? <laughs> oh,
2: for
3: sure. Yeah. Speaking of winter, um, yes. I don't know how relevant this <laughs> is for us, per se, in Vegas, um, but <laughs> do you guys have a different setup for winter? Uh, oh. Or mm. maybe we can elaborate mm. on um, if you guys don't, if we did live somewhere with more of a traditional winter climate, like what changes do you think you would make to your setup?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we maybe get snow on the ground in Vegas once every 10 years yeah like seriously and then it lasts a day yeah at the most it happened in like 2009 well actually last a couple winters ago we had snow for like uh a day it was like probably a quarter of an inch of snow
1: that day I slipped down my garage like something off a movie or something and what's crazy (laughs) is
0: when we get snow if we get even the smallest amount the amount of car accidents in our valley <laughs> is absolutely insane because nobody understands or respects the snow at all. Same thing with the rain. Like we get rain so little that on rainy days, it is absolutely wild. Like Shit there's show. so many car accidents. Like literally next time it rains, people will die because it rained. It's ridiculous. It's, you ri- guys, it's insane. You guys
2: are on the wrong side of town, man. I get like two <laughs> to guy. three snows a, a year every you year you do oh, yeah, yeah. See, yeah we don't get, it down so here. We, we get, we get what we call weather up there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah 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 we get Sunny rain days of snow it's crazy weather <laughs> yeah we get
0: real weather yeah. up there it's great so okay so for all of us like who live on the i guess the east side east right. southeast i guess southeast side green. of uh, yeah. <laughs> side of vegas it's pretty warm down it's very hot down here yeah. so like in this in the winter it's like i don't know at the coldest like in the high thirties throughout the winter. Yeah. Right now, it's mean, like forties or fifties. Once, <laughs> once in a while, like I'm talking early morning, oh, okay. it's yeah, like yeah, yeah. high thirties. And then during the day it's like forties and fifties. Right? Like it yeah. really, so like for us, no, I have no difference in riding for the winter because I don't have to deal with snow and it's not even that cold. Yeah. If I lived in the back east when it was snowing, I don't know, I, I might not even be riding. <laughs> like, I, I don't know what the, the actually the answer to that question would be because I don't have any experience.
1: So, um, I tend to bring my board up to the local ski resort out here. and Your evolve, your evolve board? Correct. Okay. Yeah. And um, what I noticed that really helped, uh, the only thing that I changed was just my PSI on my tires. Okay.
0: Oh, uh, sure. Okay.
1: Yeah, because it's still considered like kind of like off-road. It's not paved roads up there. Right. And it's wet and there's snow. Um, and I've noticed the lower PSI will help me get better grip. Um, obviously, pneumatic tires. Right. For talking PSI. Um, but... That's the only thing I'd probably change okay. on my board is just the PSI.
0: Okay. And Jacob, do you have? I anything?
2: actually used to switch to urethanes in the winter, just mm-hmm. because of the range loss I would get from oh, the ultra rains. Okay. And, and having you know colder battery and things like that, mm-hmm. so I would switch yes. over to the urethanes. Yeah,
0: I can I can attest to that. Like as someone who owns an electric car during the winter, you definitely have a lesser range just because yeah. it's so cold. The battery's cold; it has to warm itself up before it's kind of. So, I, I
2: feel like when I ride urethanes, it's more like a snowboard too. Oh yeah. Like I'm I'm. I think your Flo- s- lower. yeah. I'm, I have more flow to it, whereas when I'm on, you know, all trains, I'm just hitting everything I possibly can, every every yeah. every obstacle, you know, carving as hard as I can. I don't, I don't think I snowboard quite like that.
0: Right. All right. Well, I guess that that would be that then, as far as winter goes. So, like again take it take it from the vegas boys what you you know what you no will, what as doing. far as winter goes i mean it it's no literally, so silly, literally I mean. it's chilly outside it's 40 and we're crying i could literally wear shorts year-round if i really wanted to it's it's silly but anyways any you guys in the east coast who are getting hammered with snow pretty soon <laughs> oh, if man. you haven't already they must start started getting snow back there right it's november yeah. 3rd Good now, now time of filming yeah no it's crazy so like i don't know what they got what they do out there Again, Spike, that,
2: spike tires maybe yeah, studded tires. I still tires.
0: want to try that. Yeah, we I do. You could do, do that to... for the desert, I think. I think it would help. Uh, yeah, studded tires would be really cool. So I've seen up. videos of it, yeah. of studded tires. People will take, like, screws and, like, run them through through their, their tires and then, like, put a lining around their tube or whatever. Yeah. And it works, like, really well. Like, people mm. are, like, riding over the snow and ice, like, no problem. It's really cool. There's a bunch of videos on YouTube.
1: I definitely want to try that. So
0: I'd, li- I'd love to actually have a kit for it. But I'm not going to do it until it's, like, unless we can come up with a real kit that's, like, really nice. But I don't know. It's kind of experimental anyways. So, anyways. But it's it's really cool. But, yeah, so winter-wise. and The only
1: thing I'm changing is my PSI and my attire. Well, yeah, attire. (laughs) But
0: as far as setup goes. (laughs) No, uh, not much. eh, Not really anything so anyways thank you guys for sitting down that that will do it for our time this week so again if you guys are new hit that subscribe button we have a podcast that comes out every single saturday morning um hopefully morning unless i forget to upload it then it comes out saturday (laughs) (laughs) noonish but no saturday mornings is when it comes out and uh you can listen on spotify and google podcasts apple podcasts and on youtube which is my preferred method so you can see all of our lovely faces (laughs) <laughs> um have a bloody mary and watch watch the podcast yeah saturday, <laughs> saturday, saturday morning mimosa yeah. nice. yeah. sitting in your underwear oh, a and i'm a mimosa right. guy oh yes yeah. I'm, I'm having a bloody sit weekend. in your underwear on the couch and watch yourself talk from a couple days ago <laughs> it's like you know me
1: so well <laughs> <laughs>
0: what did i say three days ago let's uh, find out yeah should have had find the body out tonight on the way <laughs> yeah <laughs> nice. so on your way in oh god um question have you anyone like has anyone written their board like Kind of drunk.
2: Oh man, that's like a my number one. <laughs> okay, I call it a no no. I yeah, quick I, before end. Yes, I, I, I can't. I I won't do it. Okay, so I just won't
1: do it. I I feel like
2: closed course. Of course not on sketchy. a real street.
1: Right. Yeah. Of, of course. I um, I've been at like a park and I've had like a beer. But then I after that beer, I thought about like, is this considered? Like drinking and driving, so yeah. now I just kind of stay away from it, just because I'm un- too sure. I'm I'm not too sure on like what. The I
0: think if that. you are drunk on a bicycle on the road, that's a DUI. I think that's a DUI. That's a DUI. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. Um, so- hold on, Maddie's
3: uh, in you, Theo. Got arrested the show you for riding oh, Netflix. The, Yes, the Netflix show you. Theo got arrested for riding an electric scooter drunk. Now I don't that's not real life obviously. spoiler it's a TV alert. show yep. but well <laughs> okay I Thanks. I will ask I will
0: ask um, Maddie's dad today. And then next week, I will report whether or not riding electric skateboard on the street is a DUI if you're drunk. I'm pretty sure it is.
1: Yeah, so ever since that one thought I ever had, I just stay totally with Yeah, I've never it.
0: done it. I was just curious if you guys had no. ever tried it, like, no. in your yard or in, like, no. a park somewhere safe. To not, do a, know.
2: not a fan. Yeah, Man. I stay yeah. away from That'd it. That'd be scary. Not yeah.
1: because I'm not confident, just because I don't know how, like the le- legality about it. Well, is, sure, you know? I don't yeah. want to get arrested. Well, you get hurt so You think get ticket. very, very hurt
0: too. Either
3: way, it's yeah. not safe. It's not don't safe. do it. No, I was
1: just curious. How
0: Definitely. did we get in that topic? Oh yeah, right. Right. <laughs> buddy Marys will watch electric skateboard. My, 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 my neighbor, neighbor says, actually yeah.
2: bought a board from a guy that he rode twice. He rode the board twice. Both times he was, said he was drunk and he crashed both times. So he's like. I just can't ride this thing. I'm selling it. Well, then how I you stop getting drunk? Stop drinking. That was a good idea. Yeah. So 700 <laughs> wow. bucks later, my, my neighbor got a brand new bamboo GTR. <laughs> hey, you know what? What a steal. Yeah, whatever. Fire That's more crazy. Yeah. Fire so reviews. yes, please don't yeah.
0: drink and, and ride or drink and drive. Right? That's crazy. <laughs> I was just curious if anyone's tried it or not, but and if you're going to try yeah, it, please yeah. don't do it on the streets. Do it no. by yourself. Just, just don't do it, really. Yeah, <laughs> just, just don't, don't do it. it. It's it's it. it. Just not don't do it. it. Um. Anyways, thank you guys for watching. Thank you guys, for, or thank you guys for joining us. Thank you guys for watching, and we
3: will see you in the next one. Peace.
1: Peace.